40s and above. There's so much fun. And there is, gosh, I don't even know how. It, it's very fascinating to me. Let's just put it that way. Beyond fascinating to me. And the reason I say that is because you would think that by this stage in life, most of us have been already married, have kids, and there's been a lot of things that you believed in when you were younger, you realize that they're no longer the truth. So for example, from my side, I used to believe when I was a kid, Spider-Man was real. I used to believe that, man, I can run around and get bitten by a radioactive spider and next thing you know, I have these powers and you know, swinging through buildings and all this shit, right? Be a local superhero. You wake up and you grow up and you realize it's not possible. If I want to be a superhero, I got to be in the military. I got to be a Navy SEAL, Green Beret. I have to obviously fight. I have to be a badass. I could be like a CIA operative like Jason Bourne, right? But the whole notion of me being Spider-Man and a superhero and having these superpowers is not real. And for women, when it comes to romance and love, they still believe in that beauty and the beast dynamic. Like the whatever Disney storyline you like, they believe in that at that stage. Even though they've been hammered with divorce, heartbreaks, and now they're stuck raising kids on their own or being in a, in a crazy war with their ex-partner, they still believe in that bullshit. I'm not saying that love isn't real. I'm not saying that love is intangible. You can concoct that feeling for somebody, but this whole concept of it being perfect, of it being a novel, at this stage in life, man, we're already, you missed your shot, bro. I'm not trying to rain on your parade, but a lot of women hate that when I talk like that. So when I get in these conversations and and I and women ask me, what is it that I want? And I tell them, look, I could only be a part-time lover at best because of my priorities in life. I'm not going to be able to, to make dating and a woman a top priority in my life. That's the reality of it. I've tried it. It didn't work. It backfired. And man, I'm not trying to go there again. I learned when I stick my finger in that socket and it shocks the shit out of me, I'm not doing it again. Okay. So when I'm talking to this lady and I'm telling her, look, I can only be a part-time lover at best. I'm not going to prioritize you. I'm all about parenting. I'm not going to blend families, yada, yada, yada. All these things that I talk about all the time. And she goes, that's fine. I respect that, but I'm not into the whole non-monogamy thing. I care about my sexual health. I don't believe in the idea of uh, multiple partners, so on and so forth. So I'm receptive to that, of course, even though I know that I'm non-monogamous in nature. I believe in polyamory, all these different things, but with the right person, I'm willing to compromise. But so in this case, I dive into the sex talk. I have to. Because, okay, if you're a person that we're mutually interested in, we have some things in common, and now you're telling me what it is your expectations are that conflict with mine, I'm going to ask questions. So I usually have three softball questions that I have for people that are vanilla. What I call vanilla is like people that are not into kinks. They're just traditional missionary doggy style 
they claim they're freaks because they can have sex even though it's very limited in what they can and can't do like listen lady like i know what being a freak is okay i've i've dated them i know them and your definition of it is very subjective good for you though good for you that you feel liberated and and you feel that you know you can fuck all these different ways and think you're you're an amazing porn star so but i i throw them three questions at them and I, the first one i did or i always do is okay this is like level one to a person that's not prudish but very conventional in their sexual appetite because of course when you're not into kinks when you let it be known that you're just very basic and you just worried or you want more of love and all the other things sex is very important to me why is this is sex important to me because if you're trying to have me be with you and you only then you're gonna have to check off a lot of these things that i enjoy in intimacy it's not for everybody because there's some guys that are boring as hell i get it there's some guys that just want one thing and that's it shut the fuck up i'm i'm fucking 4d animation i'm 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 a fucking psychedelic experience that's the way i am right and and i blame the women in the 40s that i dated in my 20s they unlock some doors that i can't close and i don't want to close so sorry if that scares the fuck out of you i don't give a fuck because i know there's people out there that are in the same wavelength as i am the problem is is that there's other variables that are not compatible with for example they're like okay i'll be all of that but we have to eventually move in together blend families all this different shit that i i have to give a hard no on right so going back to the vanilla thing when i see somebody that says okay and they're trying to ask me what i'm into i'm like no no, no i'm gonna ask the questions here because you're not limited like like uh, you're more limited than i am outside of harming children or animals it's a free for all for me even though if it's things I don't want to do, I'll try them, I'll do them, or I'll get somebody to tag in. All right? That's the way I think. Because when I'm with somebody, my view on intimacy is that I want you to get everything checked off of the list that you want checked off. And conversely, I want you to want to check those things off for me. And again, that's a very very complicated and very over the top especially for people that are vanilla like it's overload so i'll go ahead and throw in vanilla questions and i'll say okay do you swallow most of the time they'll say i don't know about that i just had this bad experience and i have gag reflex and i just uh, oh my god i just can't do that okay strike one cool you don't swallow Number two, do you enjoy anal? Giving or receiving toys, you know, whatever. All these things that involve backdoor play on both sides. Well, you know, I, I, I've never done it because, you know, I've always had, uh, the men I've been with have good endowments. So that's just something I just can't do. Okay. And. Uh, Strike two. Again, this is vanilla. Number three, do you watch porn or you're comfortable watching porn with your partner? Nope. I am everything and anything. I don't need to have that in there. Eh, 
There you go. Those are the three strikes for me. Because if at the basic level, with somebody you love, you're not able to swallow them. And in some women, I'm like, well, why, why can't you understand that? Why can't? Because just like there's some women out there, and I'm being TMI here, there's some women out there that love getting their pussy eaten during their period. There's some women out there that like some freaky stuff. They're like their toes sucked. I don't fucking know. Right? And if I don't do it, they're going to be very disappointed. Of course, they'll adapt. But what I realized in relationships is that you have to try to check off as many boxes as you can. Because I'm not trying to go ahead and be craving that. It's like if, if you love eating chicken wings and now you're telling me no i can't have chicken wings but here here are some you know lobster tails that's great but i'm still going to crave chicken wings that's not going to go away and and women when it comes to that topic and you try to tell them that you want to experience these things and they're not able to because of their limitations or bad experiences or it's not something they enjoy at all then they start putting it on you. Like, oh, you're fucking nasty. Oh, you're this. You know, they start shaming you. And that's when I know I'm not there with you. But again, women, when you're asking a man to be monogamous, you have to understand how compatible you are in intimacy. And I understand that if you're in your 20s, I understand that if you're looking for that marriage, I get all of that. But when you've already been married once or twice, you already have kids, and you're still self-conscious in bed, guess what? That's that's not my jam anymore. Like, if you're not able to let go of certain things that... Uh, as far, because what happens, what I've realized with women is that they, they're, in, they're so worried about their image. Like, for some reason, they connect their sexual experience in the bedroom to who they are as people so for example i am a professional out in the world i'm a great father i believe or i'm an attentive father i'm available i'm a great friend i'm all these things that doesn't mean that i have to be this personality in bed that is a very private thing that is between two people in a very intimate setting that no one should be privy of watching or enjoying so i like to think of Letting go of inhibitions, letting go of morals, and letting that be a creative space of no judgment, no insecurities, having fun and being open-minded. But women are still locked because they've dealt with a lot of men that are very limited and want things a certain way. I call it women being asked to be a log. Just lay there, shut the fuck up, let me fuck, be over roll over, go make me a sandwich, and whatever, right? I mean, that's how a lot of guys are. And, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But when I'm talking to you, I'm a little bit more dynamic than that. And I feel that for men that are like me, I'm not going to lock myself into a relationship knowing that you're very limited with the things that I want to enjoy from a partner. I don't think that's a fair thing to ask of me to say, well, Minnow, you go ahead and you hold up your end of the deal. 
with all these things I want you to do, but when it comes to the one thing you want, I, I'm very limited in that spectrum. Oh, and by the way, you can't get it anywhere else. I mean, that doesn't sound like an appealing proposition to me. Maybe it is to you, but that and that's where I, I feel there's always a disconnect because when I look at relationships and when I say I love somebody, the way I love is I'm I have put myself, I don't prioritize myself for your pleasure, for your happiness. I don't. I'll break, I'll go bankrupt for you. I'll run up my credit card for you. I'll do what I have to do if I love you. You want me to embed? You want me to go ahead and, and make dolphin sounds? Okay, cool. I'll do it. You want me to dress up a certain way? Okay, cool. I mean, whatever. That's not my thing, but I'll do it if that's something you enjoy. Right? And, and that's the problem. And I was telling that to somebody that for me, if I'm going to be in an exclusive relationship, there has to be stimulation mentally. High IQ, high EQ. Okay, there's no, like, I have to be comfortable with you talking for hours about everything and anything. Okay, that's a big one. You, you're also going to have to be very dynamic in intimacy. Why? Because I don't want to step out of the house and feel like someone else can give me something that I should be getting at home. That's what women don't understand. And I'm not saying that's 100% foolproof, but I'm telling you right now, there's a lot of women out there that are super freaks super porn stars for their men that man ain't leaving them that man is not leaving them at all there's some that fuck it up of course but if you want to increase the odds of you having your man stay with you you do you live it up the way he wants you to live it up in that world and vice versa he's got to be able to give you what you want as well it just can't be like a porn star experience. Like for me, it's like, yeah, I want stuff like that. But guess what? We can have romance. We can have all these other things. Like it's just having different shifts going from very pig style to very romantic, to very sensual, to very uh, storybook energy. I'm all about the spectrum. But when you just want it one way, I'm like, eh, I don't know about that. Because I know that I'm going to be craving and i don't want to go behind your back i don't want to be fantasizing or thinking about other scenarios with people that are willing to go where you won't go and that's the problem that i have and that's the problem that women don't understand like when you're dating a guy just like when i'm dating a woman i understand what she wants she wants to feel exclusive she wants attention she wants you to be checking up on her she wants to feel safe she wants to feel like laughter, like you're entertaining her. I get all of that. And I could do all of those things. But at the same time, they don't want to do those things that I want in return. So it's like, okay, what, what are we doing here? And and, and it's, it's a funny, fascinating experience when you go into it like that. It is hilarious. And it never ceases to amaze me because, you know, when I, and I'll leave with this. It's like when I, when I talk to older women... And they're still in that teen stage of romance and all these different things. I tell them all the time, you know, that that, that was true. Like my Spider-Man story. It was true when I was a kid. But when you grow up and you go through the hardships and you are where we're at, 
where you were having to meet people on dating apps. We didn't expect that in our mid-40s. We didn't expect to just be, you know, working and, and not having any options. Here we are, randomly swiping left and right. And and now you're in this reality where, where now I tell them, I, I think logically. So for a lot of women, when I bring up this heavy talk in the beginning about intimacy or when I when they're talking monogamy and exclusivity, I'm like, okay, we need to go get heavy on this now. And they get really overloaded. The ones that are not in that world, the ones that don't think that way, and then they come at me like, okay, well, you know, I'm willing to try. I'm like, mm, no, nah, we're good. Because if you're in your 40s and you've been married and you haven't even had that desire or the curiosity to go there with any of your former partners, because I'm not going to believe that you just been with three people all your life. No. Okay. So you are, you are set in that realm like if you know you know and if you don't know you don't know and i don't want you to know and i don't want to train you i understand now why when i would date all the women they would tell me i don't want to train a guy i don't want to train a guy and i'm the same way i don't want to train a woman i don't want to train her if you got it you got it you know what i'm talking about more than likely you're married because a guy is not going to go ahead and let go of that. I promise you that. A guy is stupid to do that. A guy is, if a guy lets go of a sexually liberated woman that is willing to go above and beyond the spectrum, he lets go of that, that guy is a narcissist. That guy thinks he can do better. It's It's wild. And I'm not saying that there aren't stories of somebody going above and beyond and still getting fucked over. I get that. I'm just talking about, in general, I feel, because listen, I met a lot of married women. A lot of married women that are fucking freaks. And this conversation that I'm having with you, they're looking at me like, yeah, that's that's what we do. That's not, that's the way it is. That's the way it's going to be. That husband is not letting them go. The husbands are not going to let go of that woman. But you got to find out what motivates the guy. And those women that that married those guys realize that that type of intimacy, non-vanilla, kink, just non-traditional, very, you know, very, I I guess it's pornographic, you know, but exclusive. It's not like they're going fucking around the people, but they're giving them that energy. They're giving them that, that fantasy world in the bedroom. They're not going anywhere. And, and, I, and I try to tell that to women. And of course, it goes in one ear and out the other. Because you know why? Because they have 50 other guys. Just l- tell them that what they want to hear. And, and they fall for it every fucking time. Then year goes by. Then six months go by. Or whatever, year and a half, two years. And they realize they're not compatible. They realize the guy was just pretending. And now they're fucking in love. And now they're twisting in the head. And don't want to leave them. Because they're just leaving that hope alive for somehow that person to come back around. When they don't realize that that person in the first place was not being truly authentic. They just wanted to fuck. And they just wanted to keep you. And now 
you're getting the true version of who they are. And now you're just hoping and praying because you don't want to leave them and you drag yourself through a bullshit relationship for another three to five years and then you become more jaded, more resentful, more prudish, and all these different things keep happening. It's a never-ending cycle. No matter how many times I've talked about it, it's not going to change. Now I'm in the class, I'm